All right. You know what it is? You know who it is? We're back with another episode of the Skinny Boy Says Podcast. Today, I have a good friend and current social media coach, Christina. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm excited to kind of talk today. I think, um, you know, part of the reason I wanted to have her on is because she's cool to talk to. But also, in terms of fitness and social media, I think it's such a necessary evil and like it's something that we all need to do and to kind of promote yourself and that's the way to do it that's the newspaper that's the television back then um and it's important to have someone in your corner who does it and knows what they're doing and you know i think it's uh like i said to, to start this conversation just kind of go over a lot of stuff that she does and why she thinks it's as important as i do um and she gives really good insight and you know i think a lot of you who are in the field who might be trying to build a following or looking to build a following or looking to just step in. We'll get a lot from this. Um, anything you want to say to start? Yeah, I could tell a little background about myself. That's yeah. why I didn't know if I should say hi first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'm Christina. I have been working in the social media industry since 2011. Um, yeah. So going on almost 10 years, I started out as doing uh, social media management. And what that basically looks like is, I manage company social media pages. I create the content for them and I, I do all the work essentially. Um, but a few years ago, I decided I really wanted to go more down the consulting route and do coaching. So over the past couple of years, I've been transitioning. And as a coach, um, it's my job to teach you how to utilize social media. Um, I find it very, very beneficial when a company or a a brand, an individual person can manage their own social media. It speaks volumes. It's completely more authentic than me being a social media manager and doing it. So um, I really like to teach people how to stand out, how to stand out from the saturated markets they're in and being fitness, this is a very saturated market. Um, okay. And it's really important to stand out. So most I- Most saturated. Yeah, it's so saturated. It's, yeah, probably the most saturated. That's actually a really good statement. Um, and so, yeah, I have a- my background, I actually went to undergrad for journalism, so writing was my thing. And then I went to, um, I went and got my MBA last year, and I have my master's in business administration with a concentration in marketing, but cool. digital know. marketing I... is a thing, so yeah. Cool. So kind of going into standing out, um, I, like, I, I mean, like fitness is probably, I love it, but like it's probably the most saturated thing I don't even know, known to man, I don't know, but like, it's a lot. And like, um, the reason being is cause like, it's so subjective or uh, yeah, subjective. Like it's, it's someone's own opinion on what fitness is. And there's so many different, um, opinions, <laughs> opinions. And there's so many things that are right. And there's, you know, it, there's nothing that's necessarily like wrong, I guess, but there's things that are inefficient and just not best case scenario for a lot of people. So, um, seeing how all this kind of is there, um, how, how do you recommend someone who's just starting out, um, to kind of just stand out from the rest on social media in general, not even speaking specifically about fitness, yeah. but like, we're cause we're going to get there, but like just stand out and be different. 
Yeah, absolutely. So it's really cliche and people are probably going to roll their eyes when I say this, but because <laughs> people are always preaching, like be authentic, but it's so, so true. Um, every brand, um, and you are a brand. So I'm going to, you're going to hear me refer to this throughout this entire podcast as saying like, you, you're a brand. So every brand has their own voice. Um, every brand has their own look, their own feel their own vibe, their overall own vibe. And when you're trying to replicate somebody else's vibe, it just does not work. And that's why you are not standing out in social media. It does not matter. Like you just said, Brandon, doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you are not being authentic to your brand and your brand's values and your voice, then it shows. And so I really like to, when I work with clients starting out, I really like to dig deep. Uh, I dig deep to a kind of to a fault <laughs> and like bring that emotional side out. Cause that's where people are going to connect with you. Um, really sharing your story. You know, every, Everybody here, and I've said it too, like, why is my story important? My story is not important. Nobody cares. Actually, they do. And that's going to be the way they, they, they connect with you. Um, it, it's your brand's voice. And so you really, really got to be authentic to yourself and share your story, share your truth. That's what's going to help you start to stand out from other people. Um, one of the things I love doing but if you follow me on social media, you'll know this. I like love calling it out. I love calling things out. I love getting really bold. And I encourage all my clients to do the same exact thing uh, because that when you voice your opinion and you have the knowledge to back it up, like mm -hmm. that's the stuff that's going to stand out versus somebody to say, hey, do these five workout moves and get this banging ass body. <laughs> like it's yeah. just not going to yeah. work. Yeah, cool. So, and then kind of just diving into the next question, like specifically speaking for fitness, Yeah, um, that's mm -hmm. what I do. How do you stand out and how do you recommend someone who is a brand new trainer who's trying to get attention, get clients, um, you know, how, how do they go about that? Yeah. Yeah. So again, like it really goes back, everything goes back to storytelling. Um, it's, it's really about telling the story and, and you guys think about this ever since we were little kids, you know, we've we'd been told stories and we've been told like, uh, you know, bedtime stories and it like, it hooks you in right? So the storytelling. So as a new, as someone who's new in the fitness industry, I really encourage you tell your story and talk about your struggles. This is something a lot of people don't do. Um, and people are starting to do it more, but it's still new. So I see a lot of people, they just want to share the straight facts. Oh, the straight facts about the fitness. They want to paint this pretty perfect world, but it's not a pretty perfect world. In fact, it's hard AF and mm -hmm. it sucks. So I want, I encourage people share your struggles, share your journeys, because at the when you, when you break things down and you look at your ideal client, right? You're going to realize at one point in time, you were your ideal client. The people you're working with, it's because you struggled with the same things. Share that. That's the stuff that's going to really hook people into your story. And that's going to gradually build, you know, and you get to a point where it's like, you don't share as much as your story, but when you're first starting out, it's really important to get that information out there to hook people in. Well, I mean, like in terms of the story, it's something that like, automatically I think that people because I've gotten caught in it too um, when you you want to prove you know what you're talking about especially in fitness and like for me you know I paid for a bunch of certifications I've done things that that have helped me tremendously that have given me um, a lot of knowledge to talk about certain things and for me it's given and like the way I look at doing a certification honestly is giving myself the ability to dumb it down. So like I learned the nth degree of something, but then I'm capable of dumbing it down. And I think what people try to do is a lot of the certifications that people 
do nowadays is it gives them so much information that they don't know how to dumb it down. And then they try to impress people with big words and fancy sayings and uh, weird exercises. And like, they, they just try to, they try to be different. You know, like I heard a trainer the other day say, I never repeat exercises. And like, that's fine. Like that's cool in theory. Like, yeah, you're never, you're never going to get bored, but that's just going to come into eventually repeating and or uh, running out of things and you're just making up stuff. And like, you don't care if like, and I've seen them make up some stuff and I'm like, Oh my God, like it's not, it's not good. It's not what works. Yeah. Like the knowledge thing is like, everyone has the knowledge and you can find the knowledge anywhere Um, to me. And like, this is something I've always known, but it's been hard. And like, as I started working with you, obviously you're getting it out of me, but like, (laughs) you know, the story is something that like, you have no choice. (laughs) Yeah. And like, seriously and like you know once you start telling the stories and people start to and i i don't know if i told you this but i've talked to other people it's like um there's people who've been like oh i didn't even know you ever lost weight like i was i always thought you were just like that and i was like fuck no i wasn't always like that like um like when i initially started losing weight i just kind of like left it like i just left in the past i was like i did it get away from me i don't want to talk about it and that was it and like now i'm just like well you know there's people who need that and like they need that little push and know that like I wasn't always just you know like in shape and you know I wasn't always just strong and I always wasn't just like uh you know it's just like it's like I've worked for the things that I've had and like it's it's tough when um you don't want to be judged or you just even like it bothers because like it bothers me that I was out of shape when I was younger but I was also younger and like I didn't know but like um either way it's something that's like i just rather not talk about it sometimes but then like i'm like yeah i should and like i have all the information in the world but like no one's going to care about the information you're giving or even attempt to talk to you if they don't know that like you you know emotionally what goes into it or mentally what goes into it and then that you can like actually care and dive into it that way yeah you know and i and i it's not just you as somebody who is more along the line social media slash business coach i done the same thing where I've fallen into this place of um, strategy and just talking strategy. And it's like strategy, strategy, like nobody gives a fuck about the strategy. Like if you're knowledgeable, if you have the certification, cool. Everybody already knows that. The reason people are going to sign with you is because of you, because yeah. of the way they connect with you and uh-huh, your story. That's what it comes when to. I, yeah. And like I was going to say, when I started, um, I think it just gives people an insight onto what, like what makes you how you are and like why you did it. And like, that's why I think like vlogging is so popular and like the people who are popular on Instagram or YouTube and Instagram tend to be the ones who just literally just show their life. Like that's it. And people are just so, I mean, that's another story in of itself, but they're just so like bored and insecure with their lives that, that they like turn into these people to like get fulfillment. But like, um, that's why it's so important to have a story. And like, I think what happens in fitness a lot of times is that like some of these people have never struggled or they've never had to lose weight or they've never had to struggle to get jacked. Or they've never had to struggle to get to the gym or, you know what I mean? And like they, they don't have that story. Um, so they end up covering it up with just facts and facts and facts and facts and facts and, facts and ab pictures and shirtless pictures. And it's like, you know, it's cool aesthetically to see some of those things. And like, obviously if you look a certain way, 
you're going to have an easier time in some places getting attention. But like in terms of actually developing a following, um, that's one of the questions I want to, you know, ask too, is like, you know, getting attention and developing a following are two different things. And completely different yeah, things. And like, on that topic. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, to me, there's a lot of ways to get attention, but there's only like a few ways and really hard ways and nitty gritty and just like tedious ways to actually build a following. Um, and kind of like wanted to talk about in terms of your opinion on that, like, you know, a viral TikTok is cool. That's attention. But like, how many people actually follow you? How many people reach out after? How many people, you know, come to your page consistently after that? That's a following, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and like, this is, this is probably kind of annoying considering you're a personal trainer and people <laughs> like are listening are in the fitness realm. But like, I was a beach body coach. I'm mm -hmm. not certified to do anything like in terms of the fitness field, yeah. but I was a beach body coach. And the reason I made so much money was because of sharing my story and sharing yeah. my struggles. And it was a way I was connecting with people. So yeah. I, you know, I, you could be the most factual person with all the knowledge in the world. But again, like if you're not connecting with your audience, none of that matters. So leading into the following question, you see these people online, especially on Instagram, these fitness accounts where they have tens of thousands, maybe millions of followers, right? I can promise you, I can promise you, most of those followers are not buying their services. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm just seeing some girl who looks good with a fat ass, like that doesn't mean I'm buying her service. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm connecting with her. That doesn't mean anything. Because also, I, fun fact, I've done a lot of these workouts where I've bought them from other people and their workouts fucking suck. Oh. And like, they're not even good. But because they have the clout on social well, like, media. I was gonna say, there's a... Uh... Then I'll let you finish in a second, but like there's a, there's a disconnect in fitness where you can, and it, real fitness is a science. And if you know people who are associated with science, they're oftentimes just weird people, just like people who are just, uh, they, they understand it to a certain degree that like takes sacrifice on other ends. So like, you know, people who are just dedicated to fitness and understand it to a certain degree they're not gonna it's just like anything else it's just like if you, you know like uh engineers and tech like people in tech it's like they know what they know and like they know it for a reason but like it's because you know they're not a cheerleader they're not that type of person and like there's a, the the people who get attention on social media end up being the cheerleaders and the people who are bold and outspoken but they might not have the knowledge and the people that get the results are the ones who do the work but then they're not able to, because of their personality, put themselves out there because they don't know how, because they don't have that cheerleader personality. They don't have that uh, look at me personality because that's not how they've ever been. And that's why, you know, that's why I think it's important to understand and work with someone. And like, you know, I, and I tell the people all this, tell the people this all the time is that like, for me as a coach, the best thing I've ever done was like, reach out to other coaches and like get help in fitness, get help in social media, get help in business. Cause like, now I, I know what it's like to work with somebody and I get experience on that end and I get experience on this end and I, I'm able to kind of put all of it together to give a huge uh, information uh, bubble, I guess, to somebody. Um, but like having another coach is great and working with another coach and seeing how other people handle stuff. Um, but like I said, there's like this disconnect from being a cheerleader and being an actual coach. And then it's 
you know, the cheerleaders don't have the information. The actual coaches don't have that look at me mentality. Yeah. 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 And like, even, you know, and even to like go a little deeper with that, like I do have that personality and even I struggle with this stuff. Like, you know, my, my business coach, cause I always say it's coaches have coaches. They do like, I have a coach, like I've been in this business for 10 years and I still have a coach, but it's because she can pull things out of me that I can necessarily not pull out of myself. Just like I can pull things out of you that you can necessarily pull out of yourself. And it's really, really important to, um, like you said, like invest into somebody who can help. Um, and I've seen, so like going with the following thing and like you're saying, I've seen people with like maybe 2000 followers and they're crushing the fucking game they're killing it as coaches because it's not about the number of followers you have it's about the quality of the followers yeah and like followers are engaging in your shit yeah like and i'm talking like actual engagement guys likes are bullshit it's a vanity metric that doesn't count (laughs) well i was gonna say i follow a couple people fitness wise and like a couple of them have grown and they've grown a lot because they're great. And some of them, if you talk to them, they're like, Oh, I loved having a hundred thousand followers, like a hundred, 200,000 followers. It was so much easier to just engage with everybody to get everybody and get like, and keep them around and like be able to reach out. And like they said, they're, I mean, obviously their sales and volume are better with more people, but like from a, a, a percentage of like conversion, like it's way easier to convert in terms of sales. Uh, someone with a hundred thousand to 200,000 followers, because like, it's just, it's, it's in that range where it's just, you get to still connect with all those people and you can still be realistic and, and reach out to them and like not take the whole day. And like, um, you know, you see it from, and I, and I've started to see it too, is like, you know, building a following is not building the number of followers. No. Like it, it's, it's, it sucks. Cause like the name following is close to followers. So like, and you see people who, do have a ton of followers and you're like, Oh, they have a following. It's like, no, they, whatever. There's a lot of things that go into a follower, but like having a following and getting that person to want to invest in you and, you know, support you in that way is it's a completely different story. And like, that's, you know, where my head's been at and like uh, doing that is like I said, cause I don't have, I don't have the look at me personality and like, you know, I can, I can pull it out on me on occasion, but I'd rather not. So like, it was important for me to be like, yeah, like, who do I do? Who do I go to to get this done? Or who do I go to to kind of like even just figure this out and like just help me and like guide me for right now until I have it in me to do it this way. But like, um, yeah, you, you can go back, but yeah. Oh, no, you're <laughs> right. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather have 400 followers who are crazy. Actually, one of my clients, I think she only has like maybe 4,000 followers. This girl gets like between six and 1,000 you know, likes on a photo because like she's her and then she gets the comments and because the people are engaged, I'd rather have, you know, 400 followers who are actually truly engaged in my content than a hundred thousand followers who pretty much doesn't give a shit about what I say. And, um, it's not only about the convert, like it's obviously you're converting more people, but when converting people that actually do the work and get the results is also very different too. Yeah. Um, again, it goes back to the quality of the followers and, um, 
the quality of your thought, just your quality of your following overall. And there's so, I mean, there's, I could go on and on about this because there's just so many different metrics that people don't realize that you should actually be monitoring and looking at. Um, you know, everybody thinks like, I just got to post a bunch of pictures on my social media, blah, 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 and I'll be good. Or they're like, oh, I don't have enough followers. I can't be successful, but it's just so not true. No at all at all and also it comes into play about utilizing the different platforms out there because nowadays everybody can just kind of makes it about instagram 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 and like instagram's my jam too but there's so many other platforms out there there's you know facebook and linkedin and now we got tiktok you know there's all these different avenues that we could no, go down more information oh my God, whatever one of my clients Speaking of clout, one of my clients gets a ton of clout on his on his uh, on his TikTok. But you know, it's it's really understanding your your um, target market, um, and that starts with you. Like, if you don't understand who your ideal client is and your target market, then of course you're gonna get wrapped up into all the bullshit of the numbers and getting a ton of followers. I mean. I had, I don't, I don't know, but I had like, I don't know, 11,000 followers this time last year. And like, that was great, but like, it wasn't converting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now he's, I have a good following. I still have over 9,000, but you know, now it's a lot easier for me to convert. Yeah. Um, I have more of the right kind of, the, the, the right kind of followers. I can't yeah. express that enough. The right kind of followers. So, yeah. 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 That's important. And like, you know, the biggest thing is when you start getting into it, I think that there's, like I said, there's just a, building slow and steady instead of just the numbers look good and it looks cool and you get the blue check mark next to your name and all that. But like understanding that at a point you actually have to give some value is the other thing. Like I think a lot of people struggle on the value end because Ooh. actually providing value is something that, you know, you have to do eventually. Like you can talk to talk the whole time, but then eventually people are going to be like, well, why am I here? Like, what are you actually like doing for? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And there's like, you know, and, and it depends obviously on your industry. And this is something I've always preached, um, even as a social media manager, when I was creating the content for my clients, um, value, value, value. It's all about the value. And it's such, again, and maybe to me, it's common sense because of my world and the world I'm in. And it's like, I hear it all the time. Um, but it's true. Like if you're not, if you're just saying like, Hey, did 10 pull-ups today, I'll yeah. be like, okay, cool awesome. I don't give a shit. Like <laughs> that's yeah. not what you have to give the little nuggets, the, the little golden nuggets, as I like to say, um, of the value. Um, you always want to be educating. You can educate in so many different forms. You can educate in the traditional educational way. You can educate from an emotional standpoint. You can educate from a fun, like engaging standpoint, but you always want to be giving your audience something to take away. Um, I mean, at least you want to try to give them something all the time. Yeah. It doesn't always work. But for the most part, definitely giving as much value as you can is what's going to connect people with you and your brand. Yeah, cool. What do you think's the number one, well, I don't know about number one, but like maybe like the top three things you see people doing that are, I don't want to say wrong, but like could be better on social media. <laughs> all that went through my head was wrong, yeah. wrong, wrong. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to like target this more towards like the uh, fitness world, nutrition world. Um, one of the things that I see, well, one, not posting enough um, with value, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember back in the day when I first started posting three times a day was what you had to do. Like you yeah. post three times a day, that's what you do. If somebody told me I had to post three times a day now, I'd have an anxiety attack. I have anxiety in my chest right now talking about it because it's mm -hmm. so ridiculous. Um, so I see people posting too much. 
um, or not enough. I, there's a sweet spot. And if you're giving value constantly, then like I always say like four to five times a week is the best time to post. Like you don't need to post seven days a week, but don't post one or two times a week because then you just kind of get lost in the sea of people. Yeah. Um, that is a huge thing. Um, people not again, posting the right kind of content. So in the fitness world, um, especially as somebody who has like done the beach body thing and all that stuff, I see coaches posting products and this drives me insane. And like to do it every once in a while is one thing, but like if say you were a rep or, you know, you were a brand ambassador or something for a nutrition company, like Mm -hmm. I don't want to see the products in your field in your feed all the time. Nobody gives a damn about that because again, nobody's connecting with you on the products like they're connecting with you because of you so uh that's something i see a lot of that people are doing and it's just it's just wrong i know you didn't want to say wrong i'm gonna say it. it's all fucking wrong it makes yeah. me so mad yeah. um and then i'm trying to think what's the one more thing that i see um yeah you know the consistency thing is probably the biggest thing people just not being consistent and then people not being patient yeah and that would be my biggest thing consistency and patience patience. is hard though it's hard and i get it i get it it's hard it's hard for me too and i and i know how this shit works and it's still hard for me um so it's not necessarily like what people are doing on social media that's necessarily wrong besides like the obvious um but it's more so just understanding that it's not a fast game it's just not it's a slow game and you have to you have to build yourself up like i didn't get up to eleven thousand followers just because it was because I was posting half naked pictures. Like, I mean, that probably helped, but (laughs) (laughs) the point is like you, it's a slow game and people get so impatient and then they get pissed off and they're like, Oh, well, well, I hired this coach and nothing's happening. Well, it takes time. Like we have to build you up. We have to get you to a point or, um, same thing with the fitness industry. People get pissed off because they don't get the results they want in a month. Well, it doesn't work like that. That's not, It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. So I would see consistency and patience is probably the biggest thing I see people just doing wrong in business as a whole, but in social media specifically, it it really does play a role. What about good things? What do you see that's good? Um, people, yeah, like sharing their story. That's obviously what I've been preaching this whole entire podcast. Um, I really like when people get vulnerable, like, let's call it what it is, guys. People love other people's pain (laughs) and they want to hear about it. Um, So I see people, um, the things that I see people do really well are storytelling. Um, Incorporating different types of content is huge. So um, not just a bunch of pictures of yourself, but like incorporating video, um, using the platforms to their full advantage. You know, you have Instagram stories, you have Instagram lives, you have Facebook and stories and lives as well. You have all these different features that you can use. So what I love to see is when people really utilize that stuff to their advantage, um, especially Instagram stories. I cannot preach Instagram stories enough because fun fact, nobody looks at feeds anymore. We only look at Instagram stories and that's actually, yeah, me too. And that's actually a statistic. So there's like 5 million people on Instagram stories a day. Instagram just um, released that recently on their, I think week yeah and so, i gotta do mine today get your stories up. i gotta do mine today too but i've been busy with client calls all day so that's my excuse um but yeah you know i i, I see people telling their story i see people utilizing the platform properly um 
And then I also see people being consistent with the patients. It's that's a good and a bad thing. You either got it or you don't. And when you do, it works in your favor. The one thing I want to go back to though, the one bad thing, I'm so sick of people blaming the fucking algorithm for your engagement rates. Don't blame the algorithm for people not liking your shit. Blame your content, blame yourself because your content fucking sucks. (laughs) Can't be asking people to do that. I'm sorry. Blame yourself. Accountable. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I ask you to hold yourself accountable? My bad. My bad. It doesn't work. But it's true. Don't blame the algorithm. Yes, there's things with the algorithm um, that play a role, but that's, trust me, that's not the biggest thing. I promise you. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's huge. And like, for me, I know that like, I used to ask that question too. I was like, well, why are people not liking it? Or why are people not, um, because I, I was giving out good information like I was giving out I thought what I thought was really good and, and like it just yeah. kind of like was all right yeah it's good information but like who the fuck are you <laughs> so like and like no one was paying attention anyway so like you know attention is great and like I said and that's why I bring up both because I think attention attention is the first yes thing that it's the initial uh engagement of yeah. of, uh, of profile and then it's, do you have enough value, information, enough of a story? Uh, like, are you personable enough to b- make them a follower and like have a following? Um, and I think for me, that's kind of what I realized was like, you know, I'm, I'm putting together a profile that, you know, even when I look back, it's like uh, in 10 years, I'm going to look back and be like, oh, like that's still fucking good information. <laughs> you know, and like it, it just wasn't paid attention to yet. And like, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to kind of just keep building and keep posting and just keep growing and just see like what happens in five years, what happens in 10 years. And, you know, even the slate change over the past, you know, what has it been like two months that we worked together, but like, um, just seeing that and like seeing the follower account grow every day, but also seeing like people engage a little bit more and be a little bit more like, Hey, this is awesome. And like I was saying, um, I think I told you this, but like, you know, before I was, I had an, I had my Instagram for uh, that Instagram specifically for like two years. And within the past two months, I've had like three or four people reach out to me like, Hey, your account's been awesome. Like you've been inspiring me. Like you've been, I I didn't know this happened to you. I didn't know that this was something that you've been through. And like, it's really cool to actually see that. Like, thanks for sharing. And it's, it's cool. And like, you know, I was sharing all the information before and all my workouts and like information that people probably would pay money for. Yeah, uh, it was a story and the details of like how I lost weight and how I feel when I'm coaching or how I feel now that I'm, you know, no longer a business owner and like, which I want to talk about more, but like, um, kind of the whole process of just growing and people seeing that and you'll be able to see that when you go back and look through the Instagram, but like, that's going to be what people remember, not the, you know, my PR that I put up there, or like a workout that I did on a Saturday morning. And you know what I mean? Like, that's the stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they care about what you did to kind of be where you're at and your, your information and your story. Um, yeah. You know, even when I look back at your stuff too, cause again, I do this, I, I did the same thing even now. Like if I do a post on strategy, it does not do as well as opposed to when I'm getting real raw and like talking about like my emotions pretty much. Yeah. Like, when I talk about my emotions, my like Instagram blows up. Like it's yeah. insane. But when I talk about strategy, it's like, yeah, that's cool because everybody knows right? They know I know social media and they know I know business and they know you're a personal trainer. They know you know your shit. And so, yeah, you had, and that's a thing, especially when you're, like I said earlier, as you're building, 
that's why it's so, and that's why I encourage anybody starting out, really share your story first because, and then start to sprinkle in more of the strategy stuff and yeah. talk about that stuff yeah. um, because that's, that's the way to get people in. And, you know, the attention thing, yeah, of course, right? We all, you got to pull people in, you got to catch their attention, but your content and what you're actually writing about is what's going to hold them there. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. We're going to actually connect them. So yeah, it's really cool. I've been really enjoying seeing you, your stuff too. And just the transformation. Um, and right. There's so many levels of growth. We all, there's so many levels of growth. People get, well, I didn't lose this weight. Okay. Well, you've been eating consistently better for the last three weeks. That's growth. Oh, well, I didn't sign a client this month. Okay. But you have more people in your DMS who are at least interested in your services before yeah. when you have nobody. Yeah. It's really important to remember those things. Yeah, no, it is. Um, I mean, those are all the questions I had. I don't know if there's anything you want to talk about or push before, um, or anything you want to ask or say. Uh, but give you a you know anything. The open mic. Um, no, you know, at the end of the day, guys. Like I said, if you are somebody breaking into the industry, no matter what industry you are, just really, really uh, speak your truth. Um, have your voice be heard and uh, don't be afraid. Um, there's so many of us who tend to be afraid of sharing our journey and sharing our struggles because we're fear, we have fear of judgment yep. and um, fuck everybody. Like it's not their story to share. And mm -hmm. I promise you when I say this, somebody is going to connect with you. You could change somebody else's world and you don't even know it. And you have no, you have no idea. So really just share your truth. Um, speak your truth and um if you have trouble with that i'm here to pull it the fuck out of you because i'm really good at it yeah. uh, <laughs> no seriously i've been working on it for two months I, I enjoy it a lot and like if you guys ever need help definitely the person i'd recommend um and she'll i'll, I'll put all her information at the bottom um and if you want to say it too just so they can hear it um, yeah yeah so um you can follow me on instagram it's christina dot and christina with a k just to say that dot e underscore hall um that is my instagram profile my company's name is hall social llc you can find my website literally www.hallsocialllc.com um and yeah like i said i help coaches become better coaches <laughs> that's literally what i do i have the education to back it up but nobody cares about that either so if you're ready to pull it out of you you're ready to start you know signing those clients that actually stick with you and uh, engaging with the right people, then I got gotcha. you. I'm your girl. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys have any questions for Christina, drop them in the comments or just ask me and I'll ask her and I'll shoot you to her Instagram or wherever she wants me to send them. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I got some cool stuff coming up. The seminar is coming up August 6th, which Christina has been helping me with a lot. <laughs> um, but August 6th, it's going to be a two and a half hour at home workout seminar. You guys can sign up on my website. It's www.skinnyboysays.com. There's a Skinny Boy seminar section. $37, two and a half hour seminar. Bunch of stuff that you're going to learn how to work out at home there. Um, and if, like I said, any questions, reach out. You know where, you know where to find me. And uh, I will see you guys soon. Thank you for coming on. See you guys next time. <laughs> Peace.